0: Welcome in to episode one, season one of the Around the Boards Resurrection podcast, hosted by me, yours truly, Nick Schmidt, alongside me, longtime friend, and uh, I guess I guess co-worker again, Alexander Pack.
1: Uh, it is nice to be here, Nick. It is very nice to get Around the Boards back on the air, even if it's just... Uh, our voices, instead yeah. of our beautiful faces, as well.
0: I think I think this show has some major potential. Uh, Buddy and I just kind of had the idea that uh, you know there are not, there aren't a lot of great shows out there that just kind of just talk just talk hockey and not not all stats, not all interviews. Just just a couple of guys. You know, yeah. there's not enough. <laughs> 25-year-olds, no. white men with podcasts, so I, 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 I figured it would be a good idea to get one going.
1: I feel like this this new podcast space is very untapped, <laughs> so uh, I think we could really make something out of ourselves here.
0: Well, I guess let's find out. So here we go, Around the Boards, episode one, right now. Let's just jump right into it, it's buddy. Done. Playoff time is here, best time of the year, uh, and I really think it's, uh, it's a good time to just get out there and watch as much hockey as you can, because every game, well... Most games so far have been great.
1: Most games have, yeah.
0: Can't say all of them, but we'll just start. We'll start from the East. We'll work our way West and just kind of figure out, or we'll just go through each series and what we thought. So we'll start with, uh, let's start with Bruins and Caps. It was a short-lived series.
1: Yeah, short-lived. I'm not surprised by the outcome. I will say I thought Washington would have a little more fight in them, but Boston really handled them most, if not that entire five-game series.
0: Yeah, uh, and it was it was a tough road for Washington, right? Because uh, you lose check Vanacek yeah. right off the bat, and you're stuck with uh, Craig Anderson in net, and then followed it up with uh, Ilya Samsonov, who was not that much better, especially with that that horrible puck play behind his own net in, yeah. uh, in game t- in game three. So, um, yeah, tough series there, uh, especially with those two. And now when you look ahead at it. Alexander Ovechkin at the end of his contract. Oh, he's going to look great in Vegas, man. Oh, he's going to look great. No, really? You no, think so? No, he's going to no, sign yeah, with yeah. Washington. He's yeah, going to stay think, there. Yeah. I think there's a higher chance that he would go back to russia before playing oh yeah for any other team in the yeah, nhl exactly. but i mean the amount of money he would make in russia is insane uh just <laughs> ridiculous
1: him and putin on a line would be electric.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you him and putin yeah 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 me Alex Ovechkin, and, and fuck
1: uh... <laughs> but uh that goaltending you mentioned it i mean vanacek it was really him and samsonov who were owning that net for them all regular season and uh, Vanacek, now I don't have the numbers in front of me because again, this is a common man's podcast. Because okay, <laughs> Buddy did no research beforehand. <laughs> I did negative preparation. For buddy this. showed
0: up in my apartment and said, "What are we doing?" Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, regardless, uh, it's 2021, and if you have Craig Anderson. In your cage in the playoffs, uh, it's usually a bad time. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was not. It was not fun for them. High danger chances in that whole series, forty-eight to thirty in favor of Boston. You
1: did preparation. I
0: did work. At wow. least someone did.
1: Okay. Uh, well, let me make the big bucks, it'll go sixty
0: forty. You. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh So forty-eight thirty in, in high danger chances, uh, and obviously the Bruins were able to capitalize yep. on many more because they just they just beat the crud out of cool. them. Seemed like all series. Washington only won one game there, so tough series for them. Uh, but moving ahead in the Eastern uh, Division, I do not remember who they're sponsored by, so I'm not going to say any of uh, the sponsors. I know the
1: East is mass mutual. There this we go, the, the mass
0: mutual East Jeez, Division. This league is losing money by the second. <laughs> Isles Penguins, and oh, obviously boy. we're going to let boy. Buddy talk a lot about yeah.
1: it. Uh, crazy series from both sides. I mean, it was closer than what a six-game win looks like I think I think you think of like a you know Islanders winning six you think yeah they were the better team maybe you know their goalie got hotter Pittsburgh's rather got hot and sold a few no this was a close series um, but Pelican Pulak did a great job shutting down Crosby Ilya Sorokin's the real deal uh, and you know we'll, we'll look ahead at round two a little later, but they're going to need Matt Brose to pick it up a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, exactly, and they're not going to be playing against uh, Swiss cheese. <laughs> no, in no, that Interesting Jari, that that was kind is a problem. Yeah. that is a, it's it's good for the Penguins, though, right? They they don't have to look very hard in the off season no. into what their problem is. No, they, they know exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, their their team is still very much good. <laughs> they still have a, no. Their team is good. I mean. I don't love the line of Crosby, Rust, and Gensel. Like, I I think you could find better talent out there to surround Sidney Crosby. I mean, if you're a general manager in the NHL and you're giving Sidney Crosby and Brian Rust similar ice time, now granted, I don't know, I haven't looked at the ice time numbers. Again, zero research. Obviously, (laughs) buddy. No
0: work buddy (laughs) over here.
1: (laughs) You can find some better guys for Sidney Crosby to play with, in my opinion. But I like the Jeff Carter trade. He was great in that series. Yeah. Um, much better than I thought he was gonna yeah, be much when they better. traded him. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what he does now. I believe he's a UFA again. Yeah. No research. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, he he is. <laughs> no, he is. Okay, close cool. sure. you, Um Yeah, if they can find, you know, a solid goalie. I mean I, this guy Flurry, it looks great in Vegas. Matt Murray might be a good idea. Oh, okay. I don't know. There's, <laughs> okay. there, there's a couple that I the think. The penguins gave
0: ahead. away Flurry for free. They yeah, said have him. They're very
1: they're very smart.
0: <laughs> it was a very bad move. Yeah. Other notes I wrote down for this series. Penns won more faceoffs, took more shots, and had a higher Corsi <laughs> percentage, and still lost four of six games. Oof. that's a tough pill Oof. to swallow. Yeah. Um, Maybe
1: don't put me in that. But... <laughs> yeah, Jari's But terrible. I mean,
0: like you said, that line of 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 uh, yeah, brust, uh, Rust Gensel, and and Crosby is tough. Yeah. They're really, a, I don't, I don't love their forward group. I really don't like their defensive group. But somehow they make it work. It's it's that's that true. star effect, right? You got yeah. Cindy Crosby and you've got Evgeny Malkin. And as long as you have those two, you have a good team. Apparently. That's true.
1: If you have those guys, you need to be pushing for the playoffs every year. Yeah, I don't care if they're fifty, you gotta be pushing for the playoffs. But uh before we move on to the next one, I Definitely. wanna say Caspiary Kapanen was a great pickup for them. Yeah. He's been awesome for them. Yeah, I, I feel- think I think he was on a line with Carter and the two of them were, were great all series.
0: They did a great job of picking up those those sidekick guys, right? Yeah. Um Buddy can't put his phone on vib- silent, <laughs> or can't put his phone on silent. It's of been course. a while. It's been a while. <laughs> um but I think uh, I think that um, you know Jeff Carter, like you said, was great. Barry Capen yeah. was great. There's two yeah. great feed-ins, um, and I mean just you in general, like you as a person, you have to be so hyped. We haven't talked about it enough so far in this segment about Elias Sorokin. Oh my god, kid's insane, unbelievable, insane. He went. I I tweeted it out after game. I think four or five. He, he went nine for nine in high danger chances yeah. saves. Yeah. You don't see that very often. No.
1: He's been outstanding, and again, you know, he's a rookie, but he had many years in the KHL, uh, where he won their championship. So he's not, you know, this isn't his first time with with the spotlight, especially in a big spot like the playoffs. This kid, Sorokin's the real deal, man. He yeah. is absolutely the real deal. I, th- I think he's a top five, maybe top three goalie in the playoffs right now.
0: Yeah, he was hyped before the C- or before the he came over yeah. from Russia, and he seems to be better than they thought he was going to yeah. be, like even higher than the hype that they thought. Yeah. So that's that's crazy to me, and I love that for them. Love it. And Varley is the Russian pipeline. He yeah. did it for the Avs, and now he's doing it for, for the Isles. So we love it there. Uh, moving on to the other sponsored division I don't know <laughs> is the Central Division. Um, so we'll start with uh, Carolina and Nashville. Obviously, Carolina winning that one in six. Give me your thoughts. Yeah. Just off the top of your head. Because... Off the top of my head again, no research. <laughs> um,
1: Carolina's a great freaking team. They They looked awesome. I thought Nashville – what played above their ability, in my opinion. Um, I don't really like the way Nashville's put together some of their some of their forward groups. I mean, Ryan Johansson, ever since coming over, like he's looked good, but I don't think he's a true number one center in what they try to get out of Seth Jones. You know, try to get out of him for Seth Jones. Right. U um, C Soros looked great. I thought he was he had a tremendous series, but uh, that Carolina team, they're they're fast. They are awesome on like turnovers and just turning something into offense they're they're great at in transition
0: yeah that it's a it's a weird thing they got going on in carolina yeah. they've got this this you know you've heard of like you've seen goalie tandems before but they've got like this three-man rotation yeah. going but the guy i can never get his name right ned Nelkovich? Ned, try so, again try again Ned
1: medical that's pretty <laughs> close alex nedelkovic
0: nedelkovic god i can never get it right uh <laughs> He was really good for them in yeah, that series. He, he was awesome
1: for them. I'm so happy they actually started him. I didn't think they would Yeah. because I thought he was their best goalie all year. Yeah. Um, he's also their goalie of the future. I don't know his age. He might be around Sarovgan's age, but, again, he's a rookie. Uh, and rookie goalies have been
0: pretty good for Carolina in the past in the <laughs> playoffs, so we'll see
1: what happens there. I mean, they, they're one of the top teams to beat for
0: sure. Yeah, and, and it just seems like Rod Brindamore really yeah. knows how to get the most out of that room. They, they seem to buy in on everything that he has sold them. Uh, and it's great to see you know a, a guy who's been around in the league obviously he's won a cup when he was with Carolina uh, and now he's he's getting to show show the way you know they talk about going to want to get that that veteran presence in a locker room to, for cup runs like this and you uh, and not needing like to go get a vet guy because you've got Rod Brindamore yeah. in your room already. He's leading the way. Love that for them. Uh, the last note I just wanted to put in on this series was uh, Matt Duchesne left Colorado and said he wanted to, quote, play playoff hockey. He has played four games past the first round in his career since. The Evs uh. have played 14 in the last <laughs> two years, so could have just stuck around another year. yeah I... I, I'm not salty at Matt Duchesne. He can do what he wants because he, him, we'll get to O'Reilly, we'll get to O'Reilly later, all yeah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah we certainly will. I, Matt Duchesne, I don't understand the decision to leave Colorado there, especially, you know, when they're approaching, this was a few years ago, but when they were just starting to get the core in and... Like, take the league by storm. He would have been, like, at the start of it, leading the way. Yeah. He would have been top line center until they're like, oh, that's right. Nathan McKinnon's the second best player in the world. Coming out part. Yeah. yeah, And then Matthew Shane on the second line. Fucking Matthew Sheen on the third line. Like, I don't know, man. This team would, would be great with it. But, you know, as a fan of a team who also lost uh, a very good center for no reason,
0: uh, oh, I, I understand.
1: Uh, 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 name <laughs> that, that other podcast bleep it out as well. I
0: certainly <laughs> will I'm, I'm assuming Buddy will want me to do that when we're done here. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll just try to avoid it all together. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously talking about JT there. Oh, um, Nick, bleep that out in post. Uh, we can't even say the initials. No. We're going – All right, well, Uh, number 91 in blue and white. There we go. All right, I was going to say, we have to identify (laughs) the man somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, moving on here, uh, the team that Carolina will be facing in the second round, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, as they took on the Florida Panthers, Battle of Florida, Game 1,
1: Electric. Probably one of the best games of the playoffs and a game that I watched zero minutes of. Really? Yeah, I was on a plane. Oh, that's right. That's I right. just <laughs> missed it. I was so mad because we landed and everyone's like, that's the best playoff game of my lifetime. It, I'm like, very cool. It
0: was insane start to finish. And mm-hmm. I, I even I texted my dad and I was like, you have to watch yeah. game two because game one was amazing. Uh, obviously, Tampa Bay coming away with the 4-2 to victory there. Um, let's talk about it.
1: Uh, I I would love to. They're
0: cheaters. Uh, I hate Tampa. They're cheaters. I
1: hate what Tampa did, but it is within the rules. I hate it because I hate Tampa, but it's within the rules. I mean, Nikita Kucherov is one of those guys that can just do whatever he wants. He scores at will. He's got an incredible hockey IQ. He can score from anywhere on the ice. Uh, Steven Stamkos is Steven freaking Stamkos, so... To get both of those guys, oh, how convenient, we're both
0: health, healthy for game one. You know, I I understand that what they did is inside the rules, and it's a weird year where it's like a once-in-a-lifetime chance for them to do something like that. I'm just saying Kucherov could have gotten his surgery earlier, and he could have come back earlier, yeah. and he could have counted against the cap earlier. I know, mean, able to operate at $17 million above the cap in the playoffs. It's unreal. That's just unfair.
1: No, it's, it's, it should be, should be something addressed at the end of the year. Uh, will it be addressed? I don't know. Because, uh, Kucherov and Stamkos are both top five in playoff scoring. How's that for doing some research?
0: Hey, well, he pulled up the top scorers on his phone and yeah. decided that was, he literally said, hang on, I just want to get some playoff stats. Pulls up the, what is this, point leaders? This is
1: just playoff point leaders. Point leaders. And
0: that's it. It's, it's got like three <laughs>
1: buttons on the NHL app.
0: Um, on the other side of things Obviously a disappointing End of the season For Florida yeah. uh, And I just had a couple of Things that I wanted To run past you And see Get your thoughts sure. on Let's talk about The goaltending fiasco yeah. That's yeah. going on in In Florida It's it's great to see Spencer Knight, right? Like that was awesome to yeah. watch. I Did you, did you catch any of I, I, yeah I did
1: catch some of the Spencer Knight. <laughs> Do
0: you watch no, Hockey?
1: Do I watch Hockey? Uh, no, I actually missed this entire series. <laughs> um, Spencer Knight's awesome, man. I can't believe he played this year. I, I thought we wouldn't see him for yeah. another year or two. Me too. Uh, just the fact that we got to see him is great, but man, he was good in the playoffs. Yeah. He was really good. He was a, uh, that spark that that team needed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, similar to what Elias Roken brought to the Islanders. Exactly. Um what the hell are they going to do with Sergey
0: Bobrovsky? That was my next point. It what says, Gotta get out from Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's a horrible contract that Terrible. just started. Yeah,
1: there's, they're not even close to done. I don't know what. They're not
0: close. There's, how many years are left on I that contract? I think five. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I think Again, they're in year two. Why would
1: we look it up? I think
0: they're in year two of <laughs> seven. Uh,. That's bad, and nobody's gonna want to take that on. And nobody has the cap space to take that on. These guys make a ten million dollars. <laughs> their only option is
1: Seattle. I think that's their only option, and if they Seattle would have to bail them out. They would have to retain five million. They'd have to retain half the salary, and they would have to give them. Oh, I don't know. That Tippett kid is really good for them. Yeah. who was like a first round pick. Yep. Uh, Mackenzie Weeger, I thought had a fantastic series. He mm. was very noticeable, in my opinion. Mar- um,
0: Marcus Nudavara. Marcus Nudavara was good. Was
1: good. Um, Jonathan Huberdeau, outstanding. Top 10 player in the league, maybe.
0: You're talking about giving him up just to
1: get the cap out? No, oh, up? sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just kind of going on a tangent of good players and, that play for the Panthers. Okay. <laughs> um, no, they would they would never part ways with Huberdeau. That's a tough. yeah. He that... bar cover, yeah. and Barkov are fantastic. But
0: you're going to have to attach something else to that oh. package to sell out on to get rid of Bob. Yeah, yeah like you that's... would have
1: to attach many picks and many prospects. Yeah. And, just, and it's not even just the cap for Sergey Bobrovsky.
0: He stinks. Well, yeah, that's he's not good. That's the hard part, right? Yeah, is when yeah. you're paying a guy that much yeah. money to be bad.
1: It's not like a, a Carey Price who's having a great playoff series after a, a pretty normal regular season. Yeah, but like Bobrovsky, is, is he a starting goalie still? Are you gonna pay? Are you gonna pay even five million
0: dollars a year for a guy who's gonna ride pine? I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't I, know. I don't know. I, I don't know what you do in that situation. Um, and then just the last thing I wanted to to touch on in uh, in this series is just how much different does this look if Aaron Ekblad is playing?
1: Oh, great point.
0: Do you think Do you think that changes this series at all? Obviously, he's a top I, player. You know, their top player. I I my heart says
1: yes, but my brain says no, and I'll explain why. I I really think Bar. Uh, I was gonna say Barkov. I really think Ekblad is just a fantastic number one defenseman. And he really turned into that this year specifically. Um, but he went down pretty early in the year. You know, they, they, they brought in a defenseman. I can't remember who I know they brought in a defenseman again. Why would I do research? <laughs> um, but just the fact that they're that the other side, Tampa's is bringing in uh, Sam and Kucherov in this, you know, Backwards, like oh, pretend you're not healthy, and you know you'll come back for the playoffs, or just go lay on the beach. I guess, like, what a fucking life that is. Oh, Are we cursing on this podcast? I mean, you have like four yeah, times right. already. I so. mean, who cares? <laughs> uh, ble- you can bleep them out if we change our minds later. Um, I don't think it makes enough of a difference where the outcome is not what it is today. I don't think they even win an extra game with that. Really? I don't think they. You even don't win think
0: an extra makes enough of a difference? No, just because
1: okay. this this Tampa team was still good without its captain and its
0: leading scorer. And they get both of those guys back. It's just the way that it's a great job done, but down there by that whole team to just finagle the cap the way they did. Right. It's, it's, you gotta be envious of it.
1: Um, In in a way. Yeah. I mean, everybody's, you know, pointing and laughing at Tampa. Like, how could you do this? I guess maybe not laughing, but scolding. Uh, (laughs) But every Tampa fan's like, well, we're not getting in trouble because what we did is literally part of the rules yeah like you're allowed to operate above the cap in the playoffs
0: and you're not gonna yeah and you're i mean nobody's gonna change it right this is the long-term injury reserve that works for both sides right teams get to continue to pay players when they have players out long term like that right yeah. get them off the cap and, and be able to play, pay somebody else when they're down there yeah uh and the players are still getting paid even when they're not playing. so exactly. if the players like it and ownership groups like it. Oh, ownership groups love it, especially when the fans it's don't right now. <laughs> yeah, the fans don't get a say. No, so no, fans don't. hate it, but they fans are the last thing thought of in a situation like that. <laughs> exactly. So and my
1: last point on that is as an Islander fan, it's not going to happen, but if Anders Lee were to miraculously just grow another ACL and be able to skate on it, yeah. uh they would be operating around 7 million above the cap yeah. if Lee came back. Lee is not coming back, yes. but if that were the case, it I'd be going nuts. Yeah. I'd be super excited, you know. Yeah. They bring in Palmieri and Zajac, who also just had a great series against uh, Pittsburgh. Plus Anders Lee. I mean, that's that's the thing that's hurting Barzell right now is he's got Leo Komarov on his wing. But yeah. we could spend an hour. At least I <laughs> definitely could talking about that. So,
0: but just go to Buddy's Twitter if you uh, if you really need to see how much he hates that. I'm going to start a, a solo podcast
1: basis. where I just rant about why the hell leo komarov is dragging down the islanders best player
0: it's just it's just you complaining about lines every night
1: every (laughs) night you could probably do an hour on it (laughs) i I think we're gonna call
0: this an episode i'm gonna go do that (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on to the uh the other north division uh so let's start let's start with the uh the quick one and we'll, we'll keep it brief because the series was brief winnipeg and edmonton yeah Connor McRegular season. <laughs> oh, people Ooh, are talking. He is. He disappeared yeah, for the first couple games. That's hard. Um, I was I was talking to our our
1: dear friend Alex Kemper. Shout out to Kemp on this, <laughs> uh, and he asked me. He's like, "Who was the worst, or who is the worst team that got into the playoffs?" And I immediately said Edmonton, no but no doubt. Uh, now, yes, they have two cheat codes in McDavid and Drysaddle, but if they don't show up, that team is. Almost nothing. Yeah. I don't trust Mike Smith. I know he nope. had a decent regular season. Thought he was okay in the playoffs, but not good enough, obviously. Yeah. Uh, their defense is extremely suspect besides Darnell Nurse, who I think had a fantastic series. They, you know, yeah. It's hard to say someone had a good series who got swept, but I thought he looked pretty good. You
0: can. You yeah. can. I mean, yeah. one guy can't carry a team, no. in, not in this league. No, um, I, I
1: thought he looked good. Yeah. Um, obviously, guys like Ethan Bear struggled. Um, I, I didn't think Adam Larson played well. Did Adam Larson? Adam it was healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Again, why would I do research? Um, why would I look at it? I just don't remember. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep it brief. Edmonton, there's a lot still wrong there. I would love to see him get out of there, but I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dryside Olympic David, both minus two in the series. They didn't put up points until game three. Uh, and they How? finished with a combined nine points in the last two games, and they still lost. Wow. So, wow. Um, so they,
1: they stepped it up towards the end there. Yeah.
0: But they tried. They but tried. Like I said, one man cannot carry a team in the play. It's so much easier in the playoffs for yeah. one guy to just get shut down. Um, yeah. and
1: honestly, shout out to Winnipeg. They played great. Yeah. Holbrook
0: Holbuck was great. Yeah. Holbuck was awesome. Holbuck like, he's was gonna awesome. be scary. Whoever they play in the next round, obviously will Probably Toronto. Maybe. Probably. We'll Maybe. see. We'll get there. We'll get Games there. We're gonna hour. get there in a little bit. Yeah. Um but uh he's he's gonna have to be just as lights out as he was, yeah. and I think he definitely can. Yeah. Um just a quick last last question. Uh will McDavid ever win if they don't get him some help up there? I know he's great and obviously like great players can't do it by themselves. Like Sidney Crosby's always had Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. Uh uh Ovechkin wasn't able to win until Kuznetsov and Backstrom hit the very heart of their prime.
1: Yeah, uh, along with John Carlson. Yeah, they got great goaltending out of Holby that year, I think. So
0: yeah, one yeah. guy—it's impossible for one guy to do it themselves, no right. matter how good they are. Nathan McKinnon has Miko Ranth in it, yeah. I and mean, you look around the league and, and they Gabe all... and Kale. And yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Colorado. <laughs> but is—is is this going to be something that is possible for McDavid? Obviously, I think he stays his whole career there. Yeah, but so do I. Uh, I I don't know, do you think it's possible for them to win if they don't get him some help? Can they really do it with stacking the schmucks around Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl?
1: I don't think the Oilers are going to win with a line of Buddy Peck, Connor (laughs) McDavid, and Nick Schmidt. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, They need to figure something else out here because, you know, what they've been doing the last few years is just not good enough, and I know that they've been drafting... Good players. I like the Yamamoto. I like Yamamoto. Yeah. Too. Uh bringing back Puliyarvi, I thought was a good idea. Um, I think
0: bringing, I think they'll bring back Nugent Hopkins, and I oh think yeah, he's they, a good DC for to. them. They yeah. definitely
1: need to. Uh, they did. Need, they need more talent. That's yeah. that's the way it goes. And they need to play a different style. I think. I think the way that the Oilers play favors a guy like McDavid, who can create offense out of literally nothing. He's the best player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He's but. They can't keep the puck out of the net. Right. And if you're a team like the Oilers, you could you could go two ways. You can say, all right, maybe we try and just improve our overall roster. We try and get better defensive defensemen. We try and get the best goalie we can and hope that Connor can outscore opponents still, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Or you do, and I hate to bring back they bring everything back to the Islanders, you do what they did and they you bring in a different coach who completely changes the mindset of the team that you have right now. Yeah. Right. When Trotz got in, that team was not skillful. Yeah. You know, the argument could still be made that they're not the best. They're not a very, you know, you know, they're yeah. not a top five skill team in the yeah. league. But they play a way that wins games, and sure. they, that you win three two, you win two one. Uh, maybe not in these playoffs, but that's the idea, right? I think those are the two ways you can either improve the roster, improve the coaching, or if you're gonna be really smart, do it both ways.
0: Yeah, that's why. I mean, it didn't make much sense to me that they brought in Daryl Sutter. He yeah. won with the Kings, but that was a big. Those were big, heavy teams that he had there. They yeah. were not the fast, explosive. Go get them forwards that uh, that Edmonton has. It was also seven years ago. Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. It, well, like
0: league changes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and now, yeah, the league is so different from when the Kings won it in fourteen. Games. Yeah.
0: Know. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Lots to figure out there. And glad we, we'll, we kept that brief. We'll, like talk, it should we would. we'll talk more about Edmonton in, in the future. But uh, uh, moving on to the next series, uh, you're looking at Toronto and Montreal. They're about to get kicked off here tonight, Game Six in Montreal. Cheapest ticket in the building tonight over 2 grand. No way. I, I didn't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so very well, interesting. Well, first game back with fans in Canada, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so huge game obviously for them <laughs> and, and Montreal being the storied franchise that it is. Um, you said you think Toronto takes it.
1: Yeah, I think Toronto's going to win tonight. Tonight? Uh, I, okay. I I would have, I would I would bet if I were a better and we'll have that segment later. <laughs> you are a better. Uh, oh, oh yeah, don't say it. <laughs> um I like Toronto in the series. I mean, it's hard to bet against a guy named Austin Matthews. He's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, he and Mitch Marner are one of the best like duos in my opinion just to watch out of just pure hockey enjoyment. Marner's just so they, much fun. He's incredible. Marner man. Is he's so, so much good.
0: fun, man. I that was the year that they had drafted Miko Rantanen. And I love Miko, but Marner is just yeah. I wanted the, I wish Marner was on the board when they got there yeah. because Marner's just he was so much fun to watch in juniors. Yep. And now he's going to play alongside Austin so Matthews. Special. Even
1: more fun. He's, he's one of those special players. But I liked what Toronto has done. I like bringing in Wayne Simmons and Joe Thornton and mm-hmm. Jason Spezza. You add so much experience. Yeah.
0: Uh, great team in to, 2006. To a, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: If it's 2006, they're probably winning the cup this year. But, uh, then you're also talking about a 10-year-old Mitch Murdoch. Yeah. Um, I I like what they did with their acquisitions. I liked uh, TJ Brody on the back end. Jake Muzzin had a big last game, I believe. He had two goals if it was the last one. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're getting good goaltending out of Jack Campbell. I mean, they're they're one of these really good teams that they're probably going to make it out of the north, if I had to guess. I would say Toronto does. But I cannot wait to see how any team that gets out of the north stacks up against someone from the
0: States. Yeah, because they've played against – I mean. Jack Campbell's been okay. He's a flash in the pan for me. I don't... That's
1: fair. I don't no, really love fair. it. Yeah.
0: that's uh, fair. But, uh, I mean, the goaltending up there, you look around, and outside of Connor Hellebuck, there's not much going on. No. And defensively, it, no team is really all that good up there, I don't think. I think it's a lot of firepower. And I And that's agree. how McDavid was able to put up 101 points in a 56-game season.
1: It certainly helps to not play against the Vegas's, Colorado's, and Carolinas of the world yeah. uh, for a guy named McDavid trying to get as many points as he can, but you're you're not giving enough credit to Carey Price in my opinion. He had a good regular okay. season, but oh man, he's been maybe Montreal's best player.
0: Oh, he has, yeah. he's had to be. Yeah. Um and they almost melted down last game. So, I guess for me it comes down to tonight in that series. If if Toronto loses again tonight and we go to 7,
1: it would be so It's funny, a Toronto dude. meltdown. It they, would be so
0: fun. They do it so often, yeah. I'm just used to it at yeah. this point. We'll <laughs> see. Those poor
1: fans. We'll see. We'll uh. see. Uh, I like Toronto to win it tonight and I like Toronto to get out of the north still. But right. uh, right. we'll see. I, I agree. Tonight's game is massive and if they if Montreal forces a game seven, anything's that's, a lot, that's yeah. a lot of momentum. That's a lot of momentum to anything's
0: possible, yeah. so Moving on to the one division that I do know what it's named, the Hondo West Division. Uh, we'll start off, uh, and we'll try to keep this one brief like we said last time because, it was, once again, it was a brief series. Avs Blues, Avs Sweep 'em 4-0. Just a great series for the Avs, and they kind of just took it to the Blues beginning to end. Ryan O'Reilly said he was going to... Have some fun, and they were going to beat them, and he did neither one of those things.
1: <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly had no fun and no wins. No wins, <laughs> no, no, wins fun, no fun.
0: Minus six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all you need to do. Minus know. six, two points. Yeah, bad bad series for O'Reilly. Um, And I guess, uh, do, what do you think about a player making those kind of comments that O'Reilly did before a season? Like, yes, you could fire your team up. You know, you you want to be confident in your team, but also – Landis Kalk said after the series that that was exactly what inspired them from start to finish. You don't want to awaken a beast you don't have to, especially when you're the last seed in facing the President's Trophy winners.
1: Oh, look, it's Buddy bringing stuff back to the Islanders <laughs> again. Um, a, last year or the year before, when Devontae's my boy, uh, was still in the blue and orange, he scored a goal against the Capitals to make it like 4-1 or something. Mm-hmm. Islanders were up 4-1 after a Taves goal. And after he scores, he does the Kuznetsov bird celly. Yes. Who doesn't remember that? That is a great one. The Capitals mm-hmm. immediately came back and <laughs> won the game 5-4 in regulation or something like that. So, I listen, I like the comments. Like, if I'm, if I'm maybe more of a casual fan, I'm like, oh, cool. It's cool to see him say something like yeah. that. I'm... Not a casual fan. I'm very superstitious at times. And I would see that and I would say, oh, my God. Like, why would you say that? Yeah. You're going to get
0: blown up. Like, yeah. Why would you say that? When you're trying to stop yeah. Nathan McKinnon, yeah. arguably probably the second best player in the world. Uh, <laughs> the best
1: part of it, I'm not even thinking about, like, the opponent on the other side. I'm just thinking, like, as a fan, like, seeing your captain say, like, oh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to, you know, whatever else he Take it to said, him, yeah. Take it to him. It's like, oh, those are going to, that's going to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Like regardless of the opponent, but just knowing that it's the President's Trophy winning Colorado
0: Avalanche, you're
1: just asking to get swept, and that's exactly
0: what happened. Yeah, uh, great job by everyone on that team. They really just took it to them. They showed that they could dominate physically, which was great. The Avs, that's always been the complaint around the fan base is that the Avs can't beat the big, strong teams, which in the past they haven't been able to, but uh, they've really found their own niche, uh, and, and I think just having a player as special as Kill McCarr on that blue line being able to do the things that he does night in night out and be like eh, it was an okay night it's it's something else to watch we'll get more into Colorado uh, when we preview the next series Uh, but there's not a whole lot to say there the Avs just, just smoked them start to finish. Um, it doesn't
1: matter the size of the team. If you can outscore them at will, yeah. you're going to beat them. So. Yeah.
0: So that is what they say. They say the team that scores the most goals wins. That's what I've heard. That's that's what I've heard is the I best might, way to I win. might look
1: that up for next week. <laughs>
0: uh, moving on, final series in the first round. Uh, we are looking at Minnesota and Vegas. Went to seven last night. Vegas smoked them in game seven. Kind of saw this coming, right? Yeah
1: um i saw Vegas' win coming i didn't no. see it going to seven i saw no. it, i saw it going to like five or six that that didn't surprise me but man I, i'm props to minnesota for pushing vegas to seven They, you know we talk about some of the best teams in this league and we say colorado and we say i mean i say toronto still i mean obviously we haven't seen what they look like against some of these better teams yeah, but weird year to judge teams. exactly i couldn't agree more but uh seeing minnesota force a game seven against a team as stacked as vegas i mean they have maybe the best decor in the league uh amongst an incredibly talented group of forwards anytime you can have alex tuck on your third line i think is <laughs> is tremendous yeah uh and then they have one of the best goalie tandems as well in, in Fleury and flurry and and uh robin Lanner. so I
0: got him for free they i just want to bring got... it back to the fact Mark that Mark pittsburgh Underford. said go ahead and leave i
1: hate that well in pittsburgh's fairness memory just came off a stanley cup so like I kind of get it, but like, it sucks. Especially now when they have literally no goal-tending. So,
0: what did Cam Newton say? Uh, uh, Hindsight is 50-50. That is what he (laughs) said. Is that what Cam Newton said? Cam Newton said that. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I'm just going to go ahead and use that. But here, I'm going to throw some stats that you didn't get at you. certainly. Vegas, Minnesota was Vegas' kryptonite all season long. They couldn't handle them uh 14 and 9 four, uh, I'm sorry Minnesota's 14 and 9 all time in the regular season against Vegas wow. since their inception Ooh. and that's interesting because Minnesota's been very bad for the last few years and 14 and 9 is nothing it's not great obviously no. it's but, but being it's not, it's being a losing. bad being a bad team and going against Vegas a team that went to the cup their first year in yeah. the league to go with fourteen to nine against them is awesome. That's one of the best records in the league against them. Uh this season, five, two and two in the regular season. Vegas only won one game in Minnesota. Wow. So Wow. That was I I saw this series being competitive i thought maybe vegas in six uh yeah. but you know minnesota able to just do what they did all year go back to their own barn and shut them out in game six yeah um good
1: for minnesota we yeah. can't talk about the series without mentioning caprizov i mean he's gonna win the yeah. call there no doubt krill the thrill is uh, real he is the re- krill the thrill he's, he's the real deal man he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. so good
0: cruel capri son krill capri
1: son uh, has truly turned this team around like yeah, he's fine they, they went from like you know one of those middling teams that A fan like me, I I never watch Minnesota. I truly don't care what they do. But, (laughs) you know, they get Kaprizov, who is just absolutely electric every time he touches the puck, and he makes his teammates better. Eriksenak had a great year. Uh, You want to tune in and be like, all right, what's Karila going to do tonight? Because he's he's always
0: just in there. He's always making every day. Every game he seems like he's making some sort of crazy pass or crazy move to get to the net. It's always like he is electric. Yeah. You could take a nap between his shifts because nothing else happens on that yes, team right that's, now. that's true. But he is so much fun. They need to go get him. An elite center, yeah. And there's a guy who I don't think is going back to Buffalo, who oh. could be involved oh. here. Uh, Sam <laughs> could be, could be. That's interesting. That's I, really interesting. They, he's a, he's a great winger, uh, and I I do I I hate Minnesota. Give me don't get me wrong, I hate them, yeah, yeah. but uh, but he's so much fun to watch. You can't turn away. Yeah,
1: he might not be like a top ten player in this league ever. I don't think he will be, but I he's the type of player that kind of can change the way people look at a franchise yeah and i i really like what he's done for minnesota and i like uh i like his future there specifically
0: yeah so i i I think uh you know you can build around a guy like that um and uh and really just see what you can get out of him because he's he is fun Um, Cool So that's every series uh, In the first round Uh, Obviously some series Locked in Some things One of them We're still waiting on So uh, We'll just jump in On uh, the next part Where we'll kind of Just go through uh, Each Series coming up What we think Maybe some predictions Maybe Buddy will have some stats. Let's do it. Stat, <laughs> Statman Buddy over here. You think here. I'm
1: going to have stats? When? Between now and now? <laughs> well,
0: here's the one that you might have stats. Okay. We'll start there. Okay. Isles Bruins. Oh, Getting started here tonight. Buddy's wearing a Defend NY t-shirt yeah. uh, with the UBS Arena uh, shoulder blade. The um, uh, proceeds went to charity, so... Uh, I'm a good person. You are a good person. Just letting everyone know. brought the fisherman jersey with him.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, We're ready to watch that tonight. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Give us Um, your thoughts. Yeah. Tell us right off the bat. It's it's weird. I'm not as worried for this series from an Islanders perspective as I was for
0: Islanders Pittsburgh. You think they didn't match up right? No, I really
1: don't think. Pittsburgh had great speed uh, and tremendous ability, uh, specifically within Crosby and Malkin, but uh, that's not to say Boston doesn't have that, but... I think the Islanders' play style matches up better with Boston than it did Pittsburgh, um, and you know we still Islanders still came out on top. I like the way that they've been playing in the last couple of games. Uh, they have to slow down that you know they call it the perfection line of Bergeron, Martian, and Pashina. That
0: name, dumb name. Couldn't agree
1: more. <laughs> um, but getting Taylor Hall in that second line with Krejci and Craig Smith has been just incredible for Boston. They've been able to you know, take off the Bergeron line and be like, all right, we can still put up multiple goals. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, Crecci hasn't been the best center for them in a while, but he has looked really good with Taylor Hall driving that line. Um, and the Islanders have to work it out for them. Pelican Pulak are going to get that Bergeron uh, uh, assignment and probably Letty and Mayfield against Taylor Hall. And, I don't love that because no. Nick Letty and Scott Mayfield are not very good. And Taylor Hall has been electric this year since he got
0: since he got to Boston. Yeah, I think it's so interesting with Taylor Hall. I think that all his career, right, since he's basically been drafted by Edmonton, he everywhere he's gone. He's kind of been asked to be the guy, yeah. right? Like, McDavid wasn't there when he started in in Edmonton. Then he goes – to I mean, you look in Arizona, he's uh, the guy, the guy there. New Jersey, he's the guy. There's a lot of them that uh, – that, I mean, you're asking a lot out of the guy. But I think you can uh, – now he's in Boston, and he can be that, you know, second, third-line guy. And, and it's not – it's not – all eyes on him and he's not the one guy that they're trying to shut down, right? It makes it so much harder when you have a player that talented outside of your top definitely outside of your top three and probably outside of your top six. Yeah, can you imagine being an athlete
1: like Taylor Hall being the best player always your entire life basically, right? And everywhere he went he was probably the best. Um, Getting drafted first overall and you know coming this far in his career and being like, I don't want to be the guy anymore. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it doesn't yeah. doesn't make any sense.
0: He just, I don't know.
1: It's its tough. It's cowardly. It's cowardly. He, he, Taylor Hall is a coward for wanting to go to Boston and hide behind the top line.
0: Because he wants to win and he can't, he showed he can't be a top guy. Why would you want to continue to fail in your career? See, I think he. I think he can be a top guy. What what evidence shows you that oh, that's when he got point. shipped out of Edmonton, when he got shipped out of New Jersey, or when he got shipped out of Arizona? Okay, if he
1: was still in, Edmonton, They signed in he Buffalo. He we'll be... leave that one out. If he signed, if he stayed in Edmonton, it would have been a different story. I think
0: if <laughs> he stays in Edmonton, they probably don't get McDavid because they're probably oh. just good enough to stay that's, outside. That's of a Edmonton. Good point. That's if a good point. If you're talking about if you put him in, well, if, what do you, if you put him into Edmonton with McDavid, what? he's still not the top guy.
1: No, no, but he's not the fourth guy why is taylor hall like yeah i would love to be the fourth guy nobody pay attention to me i i just want to do
0: like it doesn't he gets to feast
1: i mean yeah
0: you just said that nick letty and scott mayfield can't handle him i don't think they're gonna be able to handle him on those those second and third pairings
1: and i know he wanted to go to boston and like you know he had that no trade clause which if i'm buffalo why the hell would i give a guy on a one-year deal a no trade clause i don't know
0: Ah, that was weird. We talked about it last year yeah. about what we thought was going to happen. It made a lot of sense yeah. in our heads, and it's exactly what happened. That it he, did. Yeah. Buffalo signs him for money. They get something out of him at the yeah. trade deadline, uh, knowing that they weren't going to be any good. He knew they weren't going to be any good. It, it was. It was kind of written in the sand there. Yeah. Um, it's just. It's an interesting spot for Taylor Hall. Um, and it, it will be. It, he's made no. Secret about the fact that he... I think he wants to stay in Boston after this year. I, mean, I think he will. I think he will, too. The way
1: he's playing for them, I, I think they will realize, yeah, we need to keep you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't think... I, I don't know. I, I would like to see him go to a team that could truly need him and he can kind of push a team to the next level. I think he can.
0: I I, There's now, nothing in his he, career that he, is he didn't do
1: it in Buffalo, but people lose the will to play hockey. In Buffalo, so that's <laughs> Ryan
0: O'Reilly lost his love for the that's game. That's what I'm in saying. Buffalo. Yeah,
1: Tim Hortons <laughs> lost a door too, but um, <laughs> I'm sure I didn't love that uh, he won a heart trophy for the Devils. Like he's a good freaking hockey player, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna go hide behind you know one of the best lines in the league, and I don't know. I get that from a perspective of wanting to win the Stanley Cup because. I mean, we'll talk about betting in a second. Vegas has Boston at, like, minus 250 or yeah. something something like that, maybe minus 220 to win this series. Should not be that close. Yeah. And, you know, every member of the national media is saying Boston in five, Boston at six. My, my official prediction uh, is Islanders in seven. That's what I um, have, to. I've got Isles in seven. I think it will be close. Yeah. Now, they did go five and three against them in the regular season. And at the beginning of the regular season, I believe they went five and oh. Uh, they won a bunch of games in a row against Boston, uh, which isn't normal for the Islanders. Boston and Montreal have been like their kryptonites, uh, yeah. but they were obviously didn't play Montreal, uh, <laughs> and they got a whole lot of Boston this year. So yeah, uh, I like I actually <laughs> I like their chances, and th- this audio recording is gonna come back to kick my ass in like four <laughs> days, but we'll see.
0: I guess we will see. Uh, moving on to the Central Division Finals, you're looking at Carolina and Tampa Bay. That's a tough road for Carolina. We talked yeah. about how much of a buzzsaw Tampa Bay is yeah. already. And those lines, it just you get, when you get Kucherov back, we, we kind of jumped in on it already. But uh, that's, you're going to need Nelkovich.
1: You're going to need Nelkovich? Is that what you said?
0: Nelkovich. Nelkovich. I'm going to get it one of these days.
1: Tampa's going to win this in five.
0: Yeah, that's. I also have Tampa and five Do you really? down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Why? Why would we discuss anything with Bill?
0: <laughs> Money just showed up and said, "Let's go." <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I don't think it's going to be particularly close. No. I think Florida matched up better with them, I even agree. with their horrible I goaltending. Uh, and now getting a, a rookie goaltender who you know could steal the show. We'll see. Maybe something you know crazier things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: no, Tampa might still be top to bottom the best team in the league. Yeah. Uh it's either them or Colorado for me. Um
0: It's hard to judge because it is. without them having Kucherov all year, yeah. obviously it's it's hard to judge on which team is the best. Yeah. But uh Uh
1: yeah again I th- I think Tampa and five and Carolina is gonna put up a good fight. They're a strong team, but I you got Andre Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky now I can't pronounce the words. Uh <laughs> we'll you,
0: both get one we'll no, both, no, but... Yeah yeah it's
1: a mulligan. Uh <laughs> um I like Tampa, man. I like Tampa in this spot, and they'll definitely make it out, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, Vasilevsky is one of the best. He probably is the best goaltender in the yeah. league right now. Yeah, uh, him and Fleury are kind of fighting it out. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, and then their back end. You know, you're going up against – if you're not going up against Victor Hedman, all of a sudden you're going up against uh, – Ryan
1: McDonough, who's still fantastic, in my opinion. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev is yeah. awesome. Sergachev's amazing. Yeah, Uh, they've, they've got some good D-men back there.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's just it, – it's – you get through one, and all of a sudden it's just the next wave yeah. of guys with a team like that, which makes it really hard to beat. Uh, and and Carolina's going to have to dig deep in this one and, and find some uh, find some things that they haven't had all year. Um, moving ahead to the uh, – we'll move ahead to Winnipeg versus – I have Winnipeg versus X written down because we don't know who they're playing yet. <laughs> Great point. Um,
1: if it's Winnipeg and Montreal, Winnipeg wins in
0: six. If it's Winnipeg and Toronto, Toronto wins in six. Okay. Okay. Okay, I could see both of those. Um, this is a tough one because, we're, I mean, if you think Toronto's going to win, let's talk about that first. Sure. Jets four and six against Toronto this year. Oh, great um, point. Losing losing record against Toronto, but I mean, regular season and and uh, and postseason very very different. Same idea as Tampa Bay, where you I mean, you said you really like Toronto, right? But it totally makes sense because they have waves and waves of guys too. Yeah. I mean, especially. We see JT's back on the ice yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, he's he's skating. skating, which is great to see. Oh, we love it. No, we do love it. Okay, we love okay. It. okay, okay, okay. I didn't know where Buddy would go never, with that. We, we
1: never root for a guy like that to have an injury like no. that. So exactly. We, we love to see John get try and get back into the lineup soon because uh, that team certainly needs it. But, I mean, some of their better players have been Alex Kerfoot has had a great series yeah. so far. It's, again, series not over as of this. Um, William Nylander has been awesome. Why would I put my iPad on mute? Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. First and last. First First, and last. The first and last episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, If we get even one listen, we'll do another one. Uh, Yeah. I I like Tampa. Uh, Tampa. Now I'm reading Tampa on the iPad. I should shut it off. Uh, I like Toronto against Winnipeg. That's what I think it's going to be.
0: I think Toronto closes it out tonight, and then they play Winnipeg. Yeah. I but you, I like I said you get JT back down the middle and man you got to going go against Matthews right after that yeah
1: yeah that's tough to stop I, I mean if Neilander was doing all of this without John Tavares and you yep. can bleep that out after this but um, <laughs> imagine what he's gonna do with again bleep that out, John Tavares um, so uh, I like I like their chances against Winnipeg now that's not to go against Winnipeg Kyle Connor is fantastic and uh, Mark Scheifele had a great series against Edmonton but that Edmonton. Didn't put up too much of a fight. Now I know that there were some overtime games, but yeah,
0: no, and, and you're gonna. I mean, it's it's another rust versus rest uh, yeah. situation that yeah. you got to look at. In Winnipeg, is are they gonna be a little off because they get that little extra time off? Same things happening in Colorado. They're gonna have they. It's gonna be a week between games. Yeah. Um. So it, it's uh it's an interesting thing to watch in that series. They might have a little bit of a slow start, which. If somehow Montreal is able to pull through and get and get onto the next round, you know, going you know day off game, day off game, day off game, and just keep going like that, which is probably what would happen. The NHL is probably going to want to get that series started as right. soon as possible. Right. Um, I think that that could be good for Montreal to maybe steal steal a game early yeah. in a series like that. Um, so I guess we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Last note on that is the Jets are six and three this season against Montreal. Oh, so okay. Jets better record against Montreal, but totally makes sense. Toronto's the better team. Yeah. Um, and uh, and just starting to get fans back in the stadium will be massive. I think it'll be a lot of fun, especially in those. I mean, those are. At least Toronto and Montreal, those are two very storied places, right?
1: I mean, even the difference fans make for just a viewing perspective of watching the sport. Like, Mm. I I will go from, you know, whatever game I'm watching, if it's Vegas or Colorado or, you know, a team with fans, I'll watch that. And then I flip over to Toronto and Montreal or I flip over to Winnipeg and Edmonton and
0: there's a Bud Light it, seltzer can. There's, there's a guy in a Bud Light seltzer outfit what's going on what are we doing is that does that, that have the greatest that, thing that, that might time? have
1: been the weirdest thing I've seen in a while that's
0: to fight gritty on twitter does he good fuck <laughs> <But> gritty <laughs> fucking hate gritty
1: the NHL we- markets gritty more than they do Connor McDavid are
0: we swearing on this podcast proceeds to drop seven <laughs> F-bombs in a row about, yeah. about a mascot <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Well, uh, we'll have to wait and see on who Winnipeg will be playing in that one, uh, and then the final series out out here in the West, Colorado, taking on Vegas. Colorado Met, in seven, baby. Every matchup everyone's been waiting yeah. for. Number one and number two teams in the league. Yeah. Of course, in this horrible, horrible, horrible league and format, they're playing in the so second dumb. round. So dumb. Uh, you'll love to see that. You'll love when your two best teams match this, up. In this the might be round. the best.
1: What we're going to see starting tomorrow, or when you're listening to this on Sunday, is the best playoff matchup of the year. This is going to be it. Yeah. I don't – whatever Stanley Cup final we get is not going to top this, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I think this is – I you – well, know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I, uh, I think this is this is a big step for both of those teams. Yeah. Um. And uh, it's been pretty even all year. Both teams kind of boat raced every other opponent in the West Division, mm-hmm. mostly because the West Division stunk. Outside of Minnesota was surprisingly good this year. The Blues snuck in there because everyone else was really bad. But Arizona, the Ducks, uh, yeah. LA, San, San Jose, Jose, they all stunk. Yeah. They were all bad, and they all. They, both teams just kind of boat raced them. Uh, ABS went four, three, and one against the uh, the Knights. Against the Knights this year, so. Uh, Pete Blackburn had a tweet on Twitter where it said that this game must start at it must start at 10 a.m. and then have a 12-hour intermission and then be played at midnight, just like the outdoor oh, game. I so. So, oh, I hope so. So, if that's the case, the Avs win. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing for me, uh, the Avs, they've had a little trouble this season against Flurry. Um, there's been a couple games where Flurry has just stood on his head, and and if he's if he's rolling early, I think the Avs might. I mean, they're a really good team, but I feel like they get a little discouraged sometimes about about shooting on him because he's just yeah. that good yeah. at times.
1: Maybe look for an extra pass or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They start squeezing their sticks a little bit. Uh it's it's tough, obviously, with a great goaltender like that. So they're gonna have to solve him. They're gonna have to solve him early. Um, I think like I said, they really proved that they can play that physical style. Yeah. Um in in the first round against St. Louis and I it's gonna be more more of the same with uh uh with Vegas. So um I think where the Avs left to look to strike is up the middle. Um yeah. Vegas has some great wingers, um, but the Av centers are elite. I mean you're looking at Nathan McKinnon. Second best player in the league. Second plus best player in the world. Yeah. 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 Um and then Tyson Just has really come into his own this year. Yeah. In the last like few few months of the season, he really started to play well. So it's fun to watch him. Uh Alex Newhook, electric. Yeah. Electric, yeah, dude. I love him. He's great. Um, and uh, and then you're – let's talk about it. Not some Kadri. When's he coming maybe, back? Maybe maybe they get him back. Uh, right now his six-game suspension – or his eight-game suspension is still upheld, so he's got six more games. Uh, he did wow. appeal. so he would come back for a game seven. He would come back for – yeah, he would come back for for game seven. That's um, crazy. So it's uh, – he appealed to the league, waiting on results from Bettman. I'm hopeful that maybe they can drop that to – a six game suspension. He can come back for game five. That'd be big. Um, Cause he's missed two. He's missed two. He missed yeah. games three and four of the blues series. Um, right. Which I just, I don't understand it, man. I just, uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of games to give one guy for a hit to the head. Yes. It was dirty. Yes. It was unnecessary. Yes. You want to get that out of your sport, but you look around and it's, There's no other precedent that says (laughs) that this should go to eight games. Keegan Kolsar didn't even have a hearing by the league. He hit Bowen Byram in the head over two months ago, and Byram hasn't played since. (laughs) It's just the the lack of, of... Parody in the NHL in within the Department of Player Safety. We could have a whole show about it. Yeah, we and, we will, and we will because I've got some grievances. <laughs> okay, we, we no, will I'll air those grievances. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I hate the eight-game suspension. Uh, I do think it should have been a couple of games. I, I like five or six in that range. I think is yeah. I think, fair. I think it's eight's a lot uh, for a playoff, especially a team you know trying to win in the playoffs. Yeah. losing a guy like Kadri. Now I know he wasn't maybe playing his best hockey when he left, but. Uh, still, no, I mean, can... he's still.
0: I mean, he's still a good player, and he does a lot of things. Yeah. Maybe his scoring wasn't there, but he does a lot of other yeah. things on the ice for you, no, right? Still a good player, and, um,
1: <laughs> and a player who's now been suspended in many playoff series for him. I don't know what's just, going on. With
0: it's the it. usual year if Kadri's getting suspended in the first round yes, of the playoffs. Great point. Um, which I think that obviously played into the fact that he oh. continues to do this. Yeah. Um Just the hard part for me is that if if the NHL Department of Player Safety uh, correlates a playoff game as two regular season games. Yeah. They say, okay, if you get a four-game suspension in the playoffs, that's what we would usually rule an eight-game suspension okay. in the regular season. They've said this before. There's no way that this is a 16-game suspension in the regular season. There's no way. That's- it,
1: you know what? If it was an eight-game suspension in the regular season, I would be like, yep. all right, sure. And yep. then a four-game suspension in the playoffs, all right, sure. Exactly.
0: I was fine with five it, or six, too. It, yeah. Eight,
1: eight to 16 is just silly. And just kind of moving off of the cadre suspension, Nick, I want to hear your thoughts. I give the goaltending advantage in Colorado Vegas to Vegas. Yeah. I give the defensive advantage to Vegas. Really? And I give the offensive, obviously, to Colorado. Ah. Uh, well, who do you give, because I, I think we agree on the offense and the goaltending.
0: Yeah, I think Grubauer is very good, and he's going to be able to at least compete with Fleury. Uh, maybe, not, maybe not be better than Fleury. That's going to be very hard, no, because no. Fleury's been one of the best goalies all year. I
1: don't think Grubauer is like a top five, maybe not even top ten goalie. Wow. I don't think Grubauer is this, like, superstar sensational goalie. I think he is a very good goalie on a team that is very good at shot suppression and controlling teams going to the outside. Uh, I really like what the Avs are able to do to win games. And now maybe I haven't seen enough of Grubauer recently, but I don't think he's out here stealing games and you know obviously correct me if I'm wrong but I know you're pulling up some stats which is rare for this podcast (laughs) but regular season you're looking at a 9-2-2 percentage and under two goals against okay so maybe I'm wrong I pull up
0: the stats buddy gets to read them that's so nice of him yeah can you pull up this (laughs) yeah I mean a 1.95 goals against in the regular season that's pretty good staying uh suppressing it to 30 wins okay yes the EVs do do a great job of shot suppression low danger chances. They don't really have to worry about, uh, you know, a lot, of, a, lot of tough, a lot of nights he doesn't have to worry about tough shots coming his way because that this is where I think we differ because you're kind of contradicting yourself a little bit. Sure. Um, I often do. <laughs> you say that Vegas has the advantage, but Colorado is great at shot suppression on the defensive side of things. Colorado's defense okay. is, let me, let was the clarify. number one defense in the yeah. NHL this okay, year. I will clarify. put that out there.
1: I think on paper roster Vegas has better defensemen, but I think as a team game, Colorado plays better defense. I think that's what I'm trying to say here. I I, I mean Petrangelo and Shea Theodore have been awesome. They still got Nate Schmidt, who I think is a good defenseman. Great name, uh, very <laughs> great name. Um, I don't know. I think on paper I I like them now. Okay, I am just contradicting myself all over the show. Yeah,
0: you really can't get your thoughts together. No, I, we should take a break. <laughs> I am
1: I am running around in circles right now because I think about that. I also think about Kael McCarr and Devon Taves are, like, one of the best defensive pairings in the league, in my opinion. Uh, Ryan Graves huh? consistently leads the league in some sort of plus-minus. Uh, horrible stat, but yes. Horrible stat, but yes, it still means something. My fucking phone's vibrating again. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, Bowen Byram obviously hasn't played in a while, but you know he's he and Kale are going to be some of the best defensemen in the league, especially when the two of them hit their prime. And Kale's what twelve years old right now. It <laughs> looks stuff. like it, doesn't it? So <laughs> I, I still think Vegas has a better core of defensemen, but I like the way the Avs play team defense and they push the play. Forward out of their zone, I think, a little better than Vegas can.
0: Yeah, I think their exit strategy is very good. If any of that makes sense. (laughs) Obviously, Kale McCarr is on his way to being. I, I think he's already in talks for the best defenseman in the league, but he's definitely on his way to being that guy. And it'll be very interesting. We'll get into it more in the offseason, but it'll be very interesting to see how that contract's going to yeah. work out this, this offseason. Oh, he's going to make so much money. Um, so, Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, I will put it out there that uh, Phil Grubauer only allowed one high-danger goal against this year. One. Oh, all uh, right. But, so so but... maybe
1: what you're saying is I should look at stats and— Decide things based on facts versus what I've seen over a couple of games. I'm gonna
0: bail you out here. I appreciate uh, <laughs> <this. Please don't. laughs> yes, exactly. Throw me a life preserver. He has stopped. He only allowed one, but they're allowing very few as a team. Yeah. Um. It's you brought up great points. Kale McCarr is obviously an elite defenseman. uh, Devon Taves, uh great. Then you got Sam Gerrard, uh, Ryan Graves. If you ever get Bowman Byron back into your lineup, I mean, if he's good to go, I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, I've gone full. I, I've I've completely about
1: faced. Right now, live on the show. Uh,
0: put my sales shoes on. Yeah, well done, man. <laughs> uh,
1: do, can I buy the protection plan as well? Um, I, I think you're right, actually. I, I think the ABS do have the the better defense yeah, here, and think... they they obviously have the better offense. Uh, uh. I mean, you know, this is such a cop-out answer for every series, and I hate when people do this, but it's going to come down to the goaltending, Nick. It's going to come down to Flurry.
0: <laughs> I think it will, too. Uh, I, you know, I think Flurry's going to be solid throughout. I think it's going to come down to Grubauer. I think they're, I'm going to go to the Great other point. side of thing. I think if Grubauer is able to be the guy that he has been all year, and knock on wood, stay healthy, man. It's that's what's uh, yeah. This metal desk. Um, <laughs> this is a metal desk. He, uh, thank you, Ryan Berger. Um, <laughs> Ryan, this
1: desk is beautiful. <laughs> I will bring it up to my apartment for free.
0: Um, so it's uh, it'll be interesting to see to see what happens in that series. I think the Avs take it in six. Avs in six. I've got Avs in seven. Okay. Uh, I think either way we've got, got Avs. I, I mean. I'm going to shit my pants in this that building series, if, this... <laughs> if it comes to seven. Oh, my God.
1: Could you imagine sitting at a game seven, Colorado, Vegas, live?
0: I'm going to need a garbage can yeah, to throw up yeah, into you are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Just... I'll what hold it... your hair back. <laughs> Well, that's every series that we have for right now. So, um, I just kind of wanted to touch on some final thoughts here. And uh, Buddy and I have uh, become a little bit of degenerate sports gamblers uh, in the last couple years. So, uh, Sorry, Mom. Just had the idea to maybe throw out three locks of the week for each. Um, I'll lead it off because buddy has Buddy's just pulling up the uh, DraftKings app right now. So <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I got to look at the lines. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'll start with uh, mine for tonight. Uh, well, you know what? Nobody's going to hear this tonight, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because uh, um, it, it could still apply if there's a Game 7. Uh, Montreal-Toronto, I like the over at 5.5. That over has hit... Seven times this year when they've played. Out of their 10 regular season games, the over has hit seven times this season for Montreal and Toronto games. So over at 5.5, I like it.
1: Now remember, this is a very casual podcast, so I have no stats to back any of this up. Perfect. Uh, Just guessing. Which is great. Um, I'm going to mention two here quick. I like Avs minus 200 to win the entire series. Okay. I still think the Avs win the whole series, and minus 200, obviously they're the favorite here. Yeah. Um, plus two fifty to win the cup right now. They, too. Are they really? Yeah, my luck yesterday they um, were at least. And I know that I called out, or no, I'm actually I'm, I'm gonna ignore that one. Never mind. Islanders plus two hundred to beat the Bruins, who they had the Bruins number all regular season. Five and three. Plus two hundred to win the series. I think there's some you some like money that? to be made there. Okay.
0: All right. My second one. I'm gonna go with uh, tonight tonight's game, and in the future, obviously this still applies as well. Uh, Boston and New York. I like the under. Yeah. I like the oh, under in the game. Boston, I would take the
1: under in every game.
0: Boston averaged 1.8 goals against uh, this season as New York averaged at 2.66. Uh, so with the over, the uh, line being set at 5, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the under because 1.8 plus 2.66 equals a number that is definitely less <laughs> than 5. <laughs> uh,
1: great point. Great point, Nick. Um, my last one is I'm actually going to take the over in basically every Avs game for the rest of time I, I really I am. would yeah they can score five well, or six
0: goals but he contradicted himself again is the goaltending good or is it no
1: not? no 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 it's about Nathan McKinnon and Miko Ranton and Kale McCarr just being able to score well okay so I know I'd like them to score like four goals a game okay and like yeah the eyes can let them too it's fine then the overheads it's fine,
0: fine. <laughs> uh Coming in
1: for Sunday, uh, 6 p.m. start here for Vegas and Colorado, 6 p.m. Mountain. Yes. Um, The over 5.5 is set at minus 110. I like the over there.
0: Okay. All right. And uh, my final one that I just wanted to throw out there is uh, I like Kale McCarr to score first. Uh, in the series because he oh. did it first in the first series and he did it three times in the bubble last year.
1: Is there a line for that?
0: Uh, I believe I saw it somewhere. I didn't get the plus minus on really? it, but uh, I believe I saw it somewhere. Mm, might have been on. Keep filling time, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been on, uh, not DraftKings, but um, um, what is the other keep, one? Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> the MGM Sportsbook, I believe I saw it on there.
1: Um uh, so McArthur score the first goal tomorrow is plus 1700. I
0: like it. He's like I said he's done oh it four times. God. Uh so I, I like that. Plus 1400.
1: For those who are bad at math, uh, including I I'll, I'll speak for Nick, the two of us <laughs> on this show. Uh $10 on plus 1700 wins you
0: $180. Good math. 10 buddy. bucks to 180. That's good math.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I didn't do the math. I Typed in ten dollars in the app. Told I, how much I, would I make. saw it, but I was going to let you. I did not you. place the bet, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, I guess that kind of concludes all the things that we, we as and I came up with us for us to, to talk about. Yeah, I today.
1: D- I'm just here to talk. uh
0: Maybe I prepare more next week. You know, I think I liked this format. Yeah, you're right. I you're like right. being the smart I, one. <laughs> I
1: like, I like that. You know, we're casual. You know, I listen to a lot of hockey podcasts, and only like two of them are. Entertaining, yeah. So. I mean, Buddy
0: and I talked about it a little bit, right? Like, Spit and Chicklets, you know, they're ex-guy or ex-players, they get great interviews, great
1: interviews, but some oh of their, boy, their opinions are some of them, you know, fun, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you got like the 31 Thoughts podcast, which is just a lot of statistics being thrown at you, just it's just which numbers is, in your face, which is
1: which is great at times, and you know, obviously, Elliot Freeman and uh, Merrick do awesome jobs, but you know. They're a little boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so we're looking for a happy balance where I do no work and I show up and I just talk for an hour. Then I say, all right, Nick, I will see you next week. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's the Let's. I'm the, I'm the 31 thoughts. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, this was fun, buddy. And uh, any final thoughts you want to throw out there before uh, – we're hoping hoping to do, like, a weekly show. That's the uh, idea. Yeah. I think that's the idea here, right? Uh,
1: my final thought is there's nothing like starting a hockey podcast during the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is 529, and the first game of hockey starts at 530. So I think we nailed this timing. Uh
1: Perfect timing for everybody listening. Not, yeah. Everybody
0: yeah, you know, I'm sure right now you're listening and it, the and game is also five twenty nine. Unless you're listening on the East Coast, then it's seven twenty nine. Hey, quick math. Quick I did that in my head. Well done. Alright, we'll catch you. Goodbye.